It's five minutes with me. Hi, friends. Marco here. Let's talk about curriculum today. The word curriculum can sound super formal and stiff or simply like a topic for school educators, not youth workers. In youth ministry, it's often referred to as the stuff we purchase to help us prepare a lesson. But curriculum is it's simply the stuff we teach intentionally or unintentionally, whether purchased or created on your own. Like everything else in youth ministry, it's important to be intentional about our curriculum. To that end, to that end I'd like to take you on a quick romp through four kinds of curriculum. Educational theorists would often talk about up to seven curriculums, but I'll address the four that have the most impact on our ministry. I'm not talking about brands or what's available. I'm talking about the four types of curriculum that all of us embody, whether we're intentional about it or not. And as you listen, I'd like to, you to think about two things. First, how does this apply to my ministry context? How are we being intentional about this type of curriculum and what are we teaching? That's first question or set of questions. And then secondly, which of these have we not thought about? What might we be inadvertently teaching by not being more intentional with this type of curriculum? Okay. So first is the formal curriculum or overt or explicit curriculum. And it's kind of the obvious one. It's your actual teaching plan, what you speak about when you stand up in front of your teens, what you talk about in small groups, including the questions you ask. In a sense, this is your lesson plan, just like a school teacher would have. Second kind of curriculum is your hidden curriculum or covert curriculum. The hidden curriculum includes all the variables of your learning environment that aren't openly communicated, but still transmit tons of lessons, including norms and values and beliefs. Let me, let me give you a simple example. If your teaching time has participants sitting in rows facing the front of the room, you communicate a very different set of values and expectations, even a different message about the role and identity of youth than if you sit in a circle or around a table. The hidden curriculum includes things like the arrangement of the room, behavioral expectations of the learner, role of the teacher or facilitator, even the space itself. Is it light or dark, uh, closed or open, drab or visually stimulating? Third kind of curriculum is your non-formal curriculum, which includes experiential curriculum. Non-formal and experiential curriculum, man, it's the secret sauce of great youth ministry. And this is the learning, hopefully intentionally, that happens when we're doing things together. When you serve alongside your teenagers at a homeless mission, you might not have a teaching time when you speak to them with formal curriculum, but you're hoping they're learning all sorts of great lessons through the interactions with each other and with those you're serving through acts of service and through the self-reflection that often takes place in a context like this. Even when you play games together, you likely have a non-formal curriculum intention that goes beyond having fun. You're probably hoping to develop community, create a context for inclusion, and potentially set up a topic for discussion. Most youth ministries embody some non-formal and experiential curriculum quite naturally, as we intuitively know from experience that this sort of approach often bears great fruit. Finally, I want to talk about the null curriculum. 
It's probably a curriculum you've not heard of before. They're null curriculum, null, N-U-L-L, null. This is quite simply the topics we do not talk about. Uh, Listen carefully as this is important. What we avoid talking about teaches just as much as what we choose to talk about. For example, if you don't ever talk about sex and sexuality with your teenagers, you're communicating a bunch of unhelpful, even inaccurate lessons about sex and sexuality. You're teaching that God, the Bible, church, doesn't have anything to say about this topic. You're teaching that Christianity contains a disconnect from the topics that are important to the teenage experience. You're you're probably even teaching a subtle sex is dirty and shouldn't be talked about negative message completely out of alignment with God's desires uh, and creation. If there's a hot political topic in the news, say immigration, or as I'm recording this, Russian's invasion of of Ukraine, If you avoid talking about it because there are different opinions in your church and it feels safer to simply avoid the topic, that's part of your null curriculum. Sadly, then you're choosing, via avoidance, to teach a collection of unfortunate lessons about immigration and war. When I speak with youth workers about these four curriculums, the one that normally requires some reflection is that last one, the null curriculum. And while it would be great for you to spend some time reflecting on the questions I asked at the beginning of the lesson uh, of this episode for all four curriculums, it would be particularly smart. I know you're smart to wrestle a bit with your null curriculum and think about the changes you would implement. So just a quick reminder, there's the formal curriculum, your hidden curriculum, your non-formal curriculum, and your null curriculum. How does this apply in your ministry context? Which of them are you being intentional about? And then which of these curriculums have you not thought about? And what might you be inadvertently teaching by not being intentional? Have a great day. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network. <laughs>